Disclaimer, this episode is one of the old episodes in the original feed, re-uploaded to the new feed. I do not have information about original dates, but that shouldn't really matter. We don't talk about news that much on the show anyway, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay, enjoy the show. That still freaks me out every time. <laughs> Welcome to Pokemon Jesus Christ. Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we're going to talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Pegasus, and with me today is one co-host again, Raging Gingy. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right. You cannot get rid of me. You doing all right? Yeah. I would say I'm doing all right, I guess. All right. And also, our first ever special guest, Joey, a.k.a. The Mass Illusion. What's up, guys? The Mass Illusion here. All right. So, so we have a very packed podcast ahead of us. But first, we must talk about our lives in Pokemon in the past little while. We'll start with you, Pet. Uh, Pegasus? We'll start with you, special <laughs> guest. <laughs> um, how? What is your? What have you been doing that's Pokemon related recently? Well, um, except for the normal, uh, I have started a new game. Not recording, of course. Uh, YouTube link down in the description. Uh, I have been playing uh, Sun and Moon over again, but I'm doing a Cage Nuzlocke, which is a lot of fun. I'm doing it with one of my close friends, Pegasus the Gamer. Wow, I wonder. Who that- that could be, yeah. <laughs> uh, but besides for that, um, Pokemon life, it's been okay. Of course I've had, of course I have my Pokemon experiences. I've been playing Pokemon here and there, but uh, I just started a new Nuzlocke and that's going to be fun. Yep, yep. Okay, Gingy, what have you been doing in Pokemon? Besides my normal staples uh, of Pokemon, Pokemon Go, I, uh, just before recording, tried to do a Heatran raid. I beat it, but the the animation for Heatran, I fucking hate it. Absolutely hate it. Like, I, I like Heatran as a competitive Pokemon, but it's fucking hot garbage in Pokemon Go as far as trying to capture the motherfucker. I ended up not getting it. You are not on there. Not wrong there. Rip. But um, I actually picked up uh, Pokemon Duel again. I've been playing that the past few days. Oh, that's cool. You and your mobile games, Gingy. Yeah, I am a by all means a mobile gamer until I get my consoles back because, you know, I had to sell them a while ago. I am a mobile gamer. Yep. But yep, that's, that's me and Pokemon. Okay, so as for me, I've been playing whatever, normal Pokemon stuff. I started a couple Nuzlocke's this week, the one that Joey mentioned, and the one that I'm doing on my own of Omega Ruby. I have two badges and no deaths so far. For now. So that's good. As for for the sun... Yes, for now. (laughs) As for the sun cage lock, it ain't going so well for me. I've lost two months. I lost lost my. I lost my picky peck, Birdie Allen, to a picky peck a level higher than him. 
because family has no value in the world of picky pack, apparently. So you could say you were pecked apart? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay, and also I lost I lost my magnemite buzzed. And let me tell you, I had a I only had buzzed for about ten minutes. But in that ten minutes I I, I formed a beautiful bond because I went I went to give all my Pokemon Pokey Bean so that I get rare candies from the cafe, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, question of the day, can you feed Magnemite Poke Beans? And it turns out you can. And he kind of just like rubs his eye against the Poke Bean until it's yeah. gone. And I thought it. that was kind of cute. It so is we'd... It's weird though. So I, formed... I formed a bond with my little Magnemite. Bzzz. And then I led with him against Captain Yima, not in the trial, but in the. Uh, pre-trial battle where he's like, let me test you in the Howly City. And he led with a young goose that was level 9. I led with my level 7 Magnemite. And I was thundershocking. He was leering. And then he pulled out Pursuit, which did which was neutral and did over half. So And I couldn't switch out, obviously, because it was Pursuit. So I... I I PP stalled pursuit because the thing about Sun and Moon is your mother literally gives you enough money to buy 99 potions and still have money left. So I did yeah. so. I had bought 99 potions and I I potion stalled one. out the I potion stalled out the PP for pursuit. And I switched out and I killed the young goose with my Rowlet and uh it came out with a Smeargle and I, it's like Yim is going to use Smeargle. You want on a switch, and I'm like, oh, what's a Smeargle gonna have to hurt a Magnemite? The answer is Ember. The answer is Ember. So it used Ember, and my sweet, sweet Magnemite, who I had known for ten minutes, died a terrible death. Yeah. And also, the, uh, Nuzlocke World Tour, I started with Patrick and Gingy, kinda got back on track this week, except Gingy dropped it, so now it's just me and Patrick. I love you. But before before he dropped it, we did PvP for Erica's cycle, and guess what, guys? I won both matches for the third cycle you in a row. You are a dirty, dirty oh. scrub. <laughs> <laughs> You're and now the Jinji, now the Jinji, the only person that was anywhere close to my points total, is out of the race. I'm just annihilating that trick. I think he won. Very unfortunate for Mr. Patrick, but... That awkward silence was amazing. <laughs> but so... the editor, who I hear is a fantastic, fantastic motherfucker, is, is, he's going to keep that awkward silence in. Oh, yeah, sure. Like you always do. Every silence, every mic breath, it stays in when Raging Gingy's the editor. Hey, kiss my ass. I cut most of that out. We love you, Jason. More. Jason's a better editor than no, Gingy confirmed. Ouch. So, yeah, and I have also been testing the... I won't give away the format, but I have been testing the PvP format for this episode. With my team, and I think it's been going pretty well, so I think I have a good chance of winning PvP in Variety Hour, too. <laughs> How was, I do have a question. How was PvP last episode, Peg? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. How was PvP last episode? I don't seem to remember. <clears throat> I seem to recall a uh, Santa bird uh, lolling your ass to death. I recall no, no such event. Santa bird? Are you talking about Delibird. the best bird ever? Of course. It's Delibird. <gasps> I, I destiny bond. I hate Delibird. you both. <laughs> Delibird's the greatest. Okay, so I think that'll wrap us for our life in Pokemon. And now for the topic of the episode. The topic of the episode, as we, as we decided kind of last minute because of our guest. We? Who... Has actually okay, fine. Me, I, I meant we as in me and Joey, Gingy. 
I was about to say, my idea was shot down. I'm so broken hearted. Your idea was that. Pokemon Ranger, which I've played fantastic. 10 minutes of, <laughs> and Peg- Penguin has played zero minutes you guys are of. killing me. I've never played Pokemon Ranger. Oh, oh my god. Pokemon. There we go. I should probably try it out, Maybe. though. Seems Do cool. It. Though, buy a separate DS. You are going to destroy your touchscreen. Heh! <laughs> <laughs> So, our topic today is a character from the Gen 5 Pokemon games. N, the king of Team Plasma. Mm-hmm. He is a kid with green hair who, whose goal, along with Team Plasma, is to liberate Pokemon. He also has a fucking castle. He does indeed have a castle. And a dragon. So, when you first meet N, right, you're in the uh, Undella Town? Is that what it's called? Yes. I believe so, Undella yeah. Town. You're in Undella Town, and you just got there, and there's a Team Plasma rally. And it gets us and some Team Plasma grunts tell the crowd all about Pokemon Liberation. And then randomly after the rally, N walks up to you, and he's like, your Pokemon, it was saying, and then Turen's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You saying Pokemon could talk, bro? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, totally, dude. I can hear them. And let me let me hear what your Pokemon said, and then battles you. And he has, like, a purloin, and, and you murder it because it's a purloin. Mm-hmm. And then he gives a speech about how he wonders if Pokemon are really happy confided in Pokeballs, fighting for their trainers. It depends on the and Pokemon. Just my opinion. Yeah, throughout Black and White, you run into N and battle him a couple times. And once you get to uh, Nimbasa City, I remembered the name. Good job, me. You run into N. <laughs> who, who clapped? Was it, was it Joey or Genji? Genji. Okay. <laughs> you so, ran me out, Joey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you run into N in Mbasa City after you run into some plasma grunts, and N says, let's take a Ferris wheel ride, and after your romantic moment with N, he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I'm, I'm the king of Team Plasma. Mm-hmm. So, after that, do you fight N after that, or does he he, after he admits it, yeah, as soon as you get out of the the spinny wheel thingy, Ferris wheel, there we go. I can spinning I can wheel. Talk. The spinning wheel thingy. He uh, fights you so he can buy Team Plasma time to escape. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's when you find out N is the king of Team Plasma. You run into him a couple more times, and then at the end of the game, he and Getsis take over the uh, the Pokemon League castle, right? This part's a bit blurry. Okay. Uh, Jinji, you gonna fact check me on this? I'm sorry, what? I said, after when you get to the Pokemon League, N and Getsis take it over, right? And, uh, yeah, team, yeah, I, I would say yes. Yes, they do. They take over the Elite Four place, the Pokemon League, and they <laughs> and N summons the legendary beast that isn't on the cover. Wait, no, he summons the one that is on the cover, and then you catch it. But then he summons the no, other uh, one and gets it for himself. No, no sir. No. Wait, what? He no, you got that wrong. Okay, what happens then? And summons his dragon, and then the dragon of your cover game reacts <laughs> to End's dragon, and then that dragon you capture. Okay. Mm. Because you you have have the Dragonstone in your pocket, and then when you get into the room after N summons his dragon, that's when you get that. That's okay. So after you capture that dragon, you are forced to put it in your team, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And and then you fight N. Wait, Mm -hmm. is it required to catch it? Even I don't remember it being. I think it is. I don't believe you have to. I don't, I don't think so. But if you do catch it, it forces you to put it on your party, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. So if you you catch it, you're forced to put it into party, and then you fight N, who has the other dragon and a team of Pokemon, and we all know what happens next. And Getsus reveals that Team Plasma. He created Team Plasma not to liberate Pokemon, but to become a powerful overlord because he's evil. So, <laughs> then you fight Getsus and save the Pokemon League. And N leaves? What does N do after that? I think that's about it. And then, it, and then it's black and white, too, where things kind of get tricky. Alright, you know more about N's appearance in black and white, too, than I do. So why don't you take it away, Joey? Okay. So... Black and White 2, the first time you see N, I believe it's at his castle. I could be wrong. I played this game like two years ago. I'm 100% sure you meet him in like a tiny house first. Oh yeah, you meet him in the tiny house. No, no, no. It could have been, I think it was Geddes that you meet in the tiny house. And Geddes, Getsus? Mm-hmm. Getsus, is, Getsus dies after Black and White, doesn't he? No. No. He's there. He's there. What does uh, he do in Black and White 2? Gets us and and oh, yeah, uh, what happened was okay. Hold on, I'm trying to think about this. Okay. In Black and White 2, N returns because because of Kiram, right? So mm-hmm. So N returns to save Kiram from Getsus uh, at the giant chasm. That's where you see him. Getsus earlier in the story Getsus is the main villain Azora. Of Black and White Azora. Is Getsus right? the main villain of Black and White 2, too? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. N is actually, I feel like N is more of a protagonist of anything. Yeah, I remember my first playthrough of Black and White. I never honestly thought of N to be the main villain. I always thought yeah, me neither. I like I thought N was the good guy against Getsus because Getsus was his like evil dad. And uh, okay, so he N returns in Black and White too uh, to save Kieran from Getsus because Getsus wants to harness. Uh, the the dra- uh end dragon. What you're, what you're saying is that yeah. N and Getsis are the original, are the original uh Gamora and Thanos. Yeah, to <laughs> kind of. Uh. So in in Getsis actually pretty much succeeds <laughs> with uh uh capturing Kiram, uh because Kiram makes the entire place extremely like like everything's an entire ice biome. Not everything, but like that the area he used. Pretty sure it's pretty much everything. And what happens next is that once you go on once you finally go to Getsus to defeat him, then that's when N shows up again and he helps you, right, with the dragon. But cause the dragon forms with Kiram to make either black Kiram or white Kiram, and the opposite—it's I think it's the opposite of what's on your cover—is mm-hmm. what, yeah, because I've because I I had white too, and the uh white dragon oh, I forgot his name Reshiram formed with Kiram right, so you get Zekram to fight against uh to fight against white white Kiram. And that's how N helps you. But there's something a little odd that I wanted to mention about N. Okay. So, as you know, N... Okay, yeah, N did have it. But N had this Zorark in, I believe, both of his games. Uh, both of the games. No. Yeah, N and Zorark are very connected yeah actually no only the first game okay yeah it was only the first uh not the first game like black and the first black and white uh that's where he has a zork i believe that n black and white 2 n maybe not black and white 1 n is zork huh interesting theory 
it is an interesting theory. And it sounds retarded. But here, let me elaborate. <laughs> so, N, I believe he's a Zork. Just think about this. Okay, so N can talk to Pokemon, right? Okay. And, and as you can see in the Zorark, the Master of Illusions, I'm pretty sure it was, which is, oh, would have been such a good YouTube name. I don't know why I didn't take that. The uh, Master of Illusions instead of the Mass Illusions? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think it was uh it was one of the other. It just the movie was Zorak. I remember you could see Zora. Uh, you could see Zora and Zorak. That was like the entire point. And it was hinted that Zora could actually talk English, but they but I don't think they exactly showed it directly. It was more of a hint. So I think basically it could be kind of like a meow situation. Where and then in black and white too, N could have fucking died, and then Zora just became N, or maybe all from the beginning he was a Zora himself. Okay, I don't believe he was a Zoroark since the beginning, but him being a Zoroark in black and white too is definitely an interesting theory that might hold some merit. Yeah, as uh, you can tell in his castle, there is a Zoroark that greets you. And as it quickly scuttles away, it is nowhere to be seen, and it has no context at all, because N has no idea this even happened, apparently. But once you go to N, like, once you go to N, like, the, you follow the direction of the Zorg in N's castle, there you find N. I have no idea how that happens, because there's literally no other appearance from Zorg that like hints to the what that happened. Like And the thing is, from what I'm reading on the article that I have prepared for teams, the only Pokemon that N has when you fight him in his castle in Black and White 2 is Zekrom or Retoram, depending on what version you're playing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have N's actual Pokemon team. Yeah, he doesn't have his Pokemon team. All he has is either, you know, his Retoram or his you know, Zekrom, depending on the thing. Um, I think it's safe to just say, hey, let's just go with Pokemon White 2 and just keep referring it as Reshiram, because that's a little easier than to say anything. Anyway. But, uh, it is weird. Like, your your first encounter, all he has a Purloin. The second encounter... His Purloin is gone, and he has three other Pokemon. Okay, yes, the very interesting thing about N that I was going to mention is that his in every battle, his Pokemon his are completely different, and it's implied that he releases his Pokemon mm -hmm. and catches more mm -hmm. as he needs them. Yes. I don't think he catches the Pokemon myself. I, I don't he believe he actually catches the Pokemon. He definitely... He definitely throws a Pokeball out and out. Yes, I know the they're in a Pokemon Pokeball, but I don't think he catches it like a normal trainer. I think he literally talks the Pokemon into doing it for him for just a little bit. I mean, that happens in the anime all the time. Ash is like, "Hey, buddy, you want to yeah. like come with me and stuff?" And he's like, yeah. and the Pokemon's like, "Yeah," yeah. except they don't talk because they're Pokemon. Yeah, but like in N's case. That could work a thousand times better, because they're like, oh shit, you can understand me? Fucking Ash can look at one of these fucking Vanillux and be like, mmm, you look tasty, get in my bed, honey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying at this point, but I think- Is Jinji even still on this call? He's very quiet. Yeah, I'm he still is here. very quiet. But, uh... What, why I think this, and I'm not the only one that thinks this, there, there are quite the amount of people that think he could be Zork and could explain it so much better than me. But what I think is just, it's just crazy on how big this theory can go and how much speculation could be put in this. There's like, there could be so much speculation, not hard evidence. That could point to this being true. Okay. I just got a crazy theory, right? Mm -hmm. That involves N being a Zoroark. Okay. So, we find out in black and white that as a kid, he 
doesn't have parents and he's raised by Pokemon. Yeah. His parents are never seen, I'm fairly sure. We never find out who N's parents are. Yeah, they're because fo- so he my- fostered. So my theory is that N was Azorua who saw a little boy in the forest and liked that little boy. So he turned into that little boy and just lived his life as that little boy. Hmm. And grew up and became N. You know what I find really interesting? Okay, so hear me out. This is extremely, extremely overlooked in my opinion. And the only reason I'm mentioning this is because I feel like there's the slight possibility. Okay. Okay. In, in Black and White 2, I know for 100% sure you get a Zora, right? And who gives that to you? Getus gets us himself. He gives you a Zora. That was a, an event, right? Like, you can't do that No, all the time. no, this is part of the main game. This is part of the main game. <coughs> really? He, yeah, he gives you a Zora at one point. Anyway, he gives you a Zora. And I feel like, may, how would he have... Is that any- N's kid? Did N have a kid and he was a Zoroark, so it was a Zoroa? Yes. You have N's kid? <laughs> I believe maybe you get N's kid because when you evolve it into a, you can evolve you can still evolve it into a Zora, and we get in the major league plays out here stealing his kid. And I believe this is the only this is the only way you can get Zora in black and white too. I believe, but how you what you happens in black and white too? You really don't see N a lot. You see a reoccurring appearance of a Zorark, right? You see a Zorark a lot of places, like in the meadows. You see a Zorark. It just happens a lot, right? Like you can spot really, uh, if you spot really hard, you'll see a Zorark. And all of a sudden, N shows up near the end. And how does he know everything that's going on? Not from his dad, because, you know, he hates his dad pretty much. I think it's because he was that Zork that you kept, you know, you kept seeing. That could be it. Okay, so yeah, Anna's a very interesting character, and before we go into our opinions on Anna's character, I'm going to list out the Pokemon teams he uses throughout Black and White and Black and White mm-hmm. 2. Okay. When you first Encounter him in Accumula Town. I was wrong. It wasn't Undella Town. I don't know why Jinji told me I was right. When you first encounter him in Accumula Town, that's what it was. N has a N has has a level seven Purloin. Oh, welcome back, Jinji. <laughs> so N has a level seven Purloin in the first battle, and in the second battle, where you encounter him in Nacreen City, he has a P Dove, a Timber, and a Timpole, all at level thirteen. Mm-hmm. In the third battle in Nimbasa City, you fight him and he has a Sandile, a Scraggy, a Darumaka, and a Sigilyph, all at level 22. The fourth time you fight him in Chargestone Cave, he has Bulldor, Ferocity, Joltik, and Clink, all at level 28. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth time you battle him and final time is in N's Castle in Pokemon, in, in Pokemon Black, he has... Zekrom at level 52, and then Karakosta, Vanillux, Archeops, Zoroark, and Clink Clang. Ooh, can I still be there real quick? Okay. I know that's true, just by the way, but Karakosta and Archeops, where did he get those if they're fossil Pokemon? He just revived them, just like you can. I know he did, but, like, fossils, they're supposed to be extremely rare. They are freaking fossils. Because him being Zoroark just means that he could find fossils better? I, d- I don't know how that can happen, actually. Because so anyway, can find him in the wild. In Pokemon White, N has that same team in N's castle, except for having a Reshiram instead of a Zekrom. Mm-hmm. And in... <clears throat> In black and white 2, you fight him in N's castle and he'll have a Zekrom or a Reshiram, depending on your version. And there's something called season battles, which I'm not necessarily sure how they're triggered, but you can do them with N. And if it's spring, 
he will have a Politoed, a Lantern, a Tentacruel, an Omastar, a Kabutops, and a Starmie. Heavily water-based. So in Autumn, he has Hapaudon, Gastrodon, Cradilli, Armaldo, Scizor, and Rhyperior. Mm-hmm. And in Winter, he has Abomasnow, Vanillux, Cloyster, Mamoswine, Frostlass, and Glaceon. So N does have quite the rotation of Pokemon. Yes, he really does. So seems- before we before we move on, I'd like to get into our our personal opinions on N as a character. I'll let you go first, Joey. Uh, my personal opinions on N as a character, I would have to say, like, if I had to rate him on how good of a character he was, I would say, I'd say ten. There is so much speculation and lore you can get just from this one character, and how interesting he is and different from pretty much any other character I've seen throughout the uh, Pokemon franchise. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a huge Unova fan. I just find N very interesting and cool. He's the kind of guy that in the game you can actually become your pal. He's very interesting on how he is with Pokemon and his special abilities, even though he's merely a human as we guess it said but he might not just be a human but you know it's pretty weird but i think it's cool and i get him he's a really good character a lot of lore just like the actual game so yeah i have, i think he's a pretty good character that's my personal opinion though so real quick before I go into my opinions for a character, I forgot to mention his appearances in other media real quick. In the anime, he's a recurring character with the ability to talk to Pokemon, and he helps Ash and friends find and battle Team Plasma. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's it's said in the anime whether he's part of Team Plasma. It's not stated here. Mm-hmm. And in the Pokemon Adventures manga, it's basically the same as the games. He's a... He's king of Team Plasma. He meets the main character, all that. And in the Pocket Monsters BW manga, which is the manga, a comedic manga starring Red and his talking Clefairy. I don't know if you oh, heard I, of that. I, I know that manga. I don't read it, but I know it well. So in Pocket Monsters BW, they find N, communicate with Pokemon, and Red's Clefairy tries to. To record him talking to Pokemon and sell it for money. <laughs> so, <laughs> that happens. As for my opinion on N as a character in the game, he is a very interesting character. And I appreciate his addition as a sort of rival who connects to the evil team and is also, like, not a bad guy, even though he is a rival and connects to the evil team. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do enjoy Anne as a character, and I think his story is really cool. Jinji, what do you think of Anne? Well, well, like I said before, when I first saw Anne as a character, I never thought he was the antagonist. That's the right word I'm thinking of. I never thought of him to be the primary villain of Black and White. I oh, I immediately thought it was Getsis. But overall, I do like N as a character, his whole ideals. It was interesting to sit back and listen to you guys talk about the whole theory about N. Mm-hmm. Interesting, to say the least, but... I like N as a character, especially his character development through the the story of Black and White One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Jinji's favorite part of the episode. Take it away. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. As we just heard from our two-year-old correspondent, the Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number four ninety-four, Victini, the Victory Pokemon. Damn, you pulled that. I thought you told me Porygon Z. You went and got that relevant Gen 5 Pokemon. Good on you. Yeah, I changed it last second. <laughs> changed it last second. I'm trying to find a Pokedex entry, but I'm not. 
Hey, this I'm Pokemon brings victory. It is said that it. the trainers with Victini always wins, regardless of the type of encounter. <laughs> Joey, that's, take it over. That is that's the Pokedex fun. entry of Black. The white Pokemon uh, Pokedex entry is it creates an unlimited supply of energy inside its body, which it shares with those who touch it. Black and white too, and okay. Don't black. don't don't read literally every Pokedex entry. We just need one or two. I'm only do I'm only doing the Gen five ones, and black and white too, and okay. white too. When it shares the infinite energy it creates, that the beings and her entire body will be overflowing with power. So basically, so one, of your, one of the things I find very interesting is is Victini's Omega Ruby Pokedex entry says this Pokemon brings victory. It is said that trainers with Victini always win regardless of the type of the encounter. Same thing as Black. I'm sorry I didn't hear you say it before. But what's very interesting about that is that's not true. That is not true. The Pokedex is a liar. But Victini's stats across the board are 100. The ability is Victory Star. And this Pokemon's allies and its allies' moves have their accuracy multiplied by 1.1. A good move set that I would say for Victini is a choice band set. So you would run 252 attack, 4 special defense, 252 in speed. You would have it no V create, bolt strike, U turn, and you have a choice of Zen headbutt or brick break holding the choice band. So that is that is Pokemon of the episode. Okay, so now it's time for the final segment of the show. Let me explain. This will usually work if all three of our hosts are actually present and there's a guest. If all three of our hosts are actually present and there is a guest, we will have and the guest chooses to participate in showdown, which is something we don't require. We will. Use a random number generator to decide which one of the hosts they will fight. They'll only fight one host for the sake of time. But due to there not being three hosts in this episode, and there being three hosts counting the guests, we're just going to treat it like our normal showdown and have all we all fight each other. Okay, that's great. Who starts? So, <laughs> Jinji was the big winner last time. Damn straight I was. So who do you want to fight, Jinji? Let's go, Pegasus. Okay, let's go then. I am running Politoed, Jolteon, Ferrothorn, Cro- Oh, there you are, Joey. Ferrothorn, Toxicroak, um, Tentacruel, and Rotom Wash. Well, Raging Jinji is running Conkelder, Espeon, Gyarados, Donphan, Mag Magnezone, and Thunder. Thunderous? That's Thunderous, yeah. right? Thunderous, okay. there in form. Are you ready to fight, sir? I am indeed. Okay, we may begin. Out comes Floggy the Politoed for Pegasus and Lol Dragon the Gyarados for Jinji. Uses Substitute. Floggy, Lol Dragon uses Substitute, Floggy uses Toxic, but fails. <laughs> <laughs> Floggy switches out for Socks, the Rotom Wash. Lol Dragon uses Dragon Dance, increasing its attack speed. Lol Dragon uses Bounce and moves up. Socks uses Thunder and takes out Lol Dragon's Substitute. Yeah, I fucking misclicked. Bye-bye, Lol Dragon. Um. Lol Dragon used Bounce and Mist, and Socks uses Thunder and kills Lol Dragon. What will he send out next? Out comes Striking Nimbus, the Thunderous, for Raging Jinji. What type are you, sir? Ooh, interesting. Uh, Striking Nimbus uses Nasty Plot, boosting its attack, special attack by twice. Socks uses Thunder because I don't know about Thunderuses, and he uses Volt Absorb and absorbs it. Volt Absorb is actually his ability. Whoops. Yeah, I did not know 
The thunderous got Volt Absorb. Look at me. <laughs> Striking Nimbus uses Thunderbolt and absolutely fucking annihilates someone. Well, I recommend maybe you bring out someone slide or something of that party. Maybe I should bring out someone that doesn't die terribly to everything. <laughs> Which is no one. Out comes every rose, the Ferrothorn, for Pegasus. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but, um, Striking Nimbus uses Thunderbolt, which does 37%. Every Rose uses Barrel uh, Ball, which does 35%. Striking Nimbus is at 71, and Every Rose is at 69. Striking Nimbus uses Nasty Plot again, boosting its special attack. Every Rose uses Gyro Ball, which does 33% to Striking Nimbus. And with Leftovers Recovery on both, Every Rose is at 75, Striking Nimbus is at 44. Striking Nimbus uses Thunderbolt, which does 63% to Every Rose. Every Rose uses Gyro Ball, which does 32%. They're at 18 and 19 now. Neck and neck. Striking Nimbus takes out Every Rose with a Thunderbolt. I'm a little bit fucked. Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, and by a little bit, I mean a lot. I'm a lot fucked. Out comes Yuki the Jolteon for Pegasus. He uses Hidden Power Ice and takes out Striking Nimbus. Out comes Mr. Dumbo for Junior. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Mr. Dumbo is a Don fan. Out comes Floggy the Politoed, who Stealth Rocks come out on his switch in. Now, my side of the field has Stealth Rocks on it. Um, Raging Jiggy switches into Electroclops, the Magneton, who takes 41% from a Scald on switching. Uh, I switch into Yuki the Jolteon, who takes a Thunderbolt and gets fully healed from Volt Absorb. Look That's at what me. I was worried about. I switch Yuki for Dart the Toxicroak, who... who and Jinji also switches into Mr. Dumbo. Dart uses Bulk Up, boosting his attack and defense by one stage each. Mr. Dumbo uses Earthquake, which does 86% to Dart. That Bulk but Up saved you. <laughs> yes, it did. Dart uses Drain Punch, which does 30% to Mr. Dumbo, and that's not enough to save Dart from an Earthquake. See, I expected that to do a little bit more damage than it did. Out comes No Name the Tentacruel for Pegasus. No Name uses Hydro Pump, taking out Mr. Dumbo. By the way, I literally never said it, but I think it's implied. I brought up Politoed at the beginning of the battle, and now there's permanent rain. Because that's how Gen 5 works, unless another weather is set, but I don't think Jinji's running another weather. I'm not. No Name uses Hydro Pump, which crits and takes out Electroclops. By the way, Jinji brought out Electroclops, I don't think I mentioned that. Did not. Out, out comes Denying Kitty, the Espeon for Jinji. Pegasus switches to Floggy, the... Politoed, who takes 12% from Stealth Rocks on Switchin and is healed up to 94% using leftovers. Denying Kitty uses Light Screen, shielding its team from special attacks. The Psychic doing 37% to Floggy and lowering its special defense. I forgot. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Floggy used Toxic, but Denying Kitty has Magic Bounce. And just threw it right back onto Floggy. That's why it's called Denying Kitty. <laughs> um, 50% is done to Floggy from Psychics. Floggy uses Refresh to save itself from, it, from its own Toxic. Um, Psychic takes out Floggy. Damn it. Okay. Um... <laughs> Out comes No Name the Tentacruel, who uses nothing. Wait, no. He takes 66% from Psychic and uses Rapid Spin, which does 4% to Denying Kitty and gets rid of the Stealth Rocks. 
Denying Kitty gets the long light screen, because of course it does! No name is taken out by a psychic. Out again comes Yuki the Jolteon, Pegasus' final Pokemon. Yuki uses Thunder, which does 38% to Denying Kitty and 10% back to Yuki. Psychic does 54% to Yuki. Yuki uses Thunder, which does 37% to Nine Kitty and 10% to itself, and it's finished off with a sidekick. Jinji is the winner. So, hey, are you using my original theme? Let me introduce Joey's Pokemon before you fight. Um, Joey has a Samurott, a Clefable, a Virizion, a Metagross, a Weavile, and a Delibird. Jinji obviously has the same team. And, uh, fuck. Joey led with Daryl the... Clefable, while Jinji led with Mr. Dumbo, the Don fan. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may begin. Okay. I have no idea what I'm gonna do, but outswitching Jinji to Electroclops, the Magnezone, who takes a Ice Beam for 16% on switching. He uses Flash Cannon, which does 67 to Daryl. Daryl uses Flamethrower and does 62 to Electroclops. And also, Daryl lost special defense from the splash cannon. The splash cannon? The flash yes. cannon. Yes. The splash cannon. cannon. At least not using dammy damn. Dammy damn. <laughs> but, but, but which would be better? Dammy damn or doofy doof? <laughs> Electric Clops uses flash cannon and finishes off Daryl. Uh, Smiley the Rizion comes out for Joey. Just gonna hope for the best. Cost the 22%. Smiley is obviously at 100. Jindy switches to Lol Dragon, who takes a Leaf Blade for 39%. Lol Dragon is a Gyarados, in case you don't remember. Lol Dragon after leftovers at 67%. He used Retaliate, which did some damage, and Lol Dragon used Dragon Dance. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't follow that very well, but like, now Wall Dragon used Bounce and is in the air, and Smiley used Leaf Blade but obviously missed. Um, Joey switches to Waffles, the shiny Metagross, who takes a 23% damage from Bounce. Wall Dragon has leftover, so he's recovering a little every turn. He uses Waterfall, which does 49% of Waffles' health, but and Waffles flinches. That could be huge, folks. Um, Joey switches into Smiley, who takes a waterfall for 47%. With leftovers, Lol Dragon is out at 76%, and Smiley's at 53%. Lol Dragon uses Bounce and dodges the Leaf Blade. Is now at 82% due to leftovers. <coughs> Smiley switches to Santa the Deli Bird, who takes a bounce for 100% and dies. Wall Dragon's Moxie activates and gives it a more attack, so it's now two stages of an attack. Out comes Bever, the Samurott for Joey. I was a little. Yeah, okay. Megahorn. Uh, Lol Dragon uses Substitute, and Bever uses Megahorn, which is to break the Substitute. Lol Dragon uses Dragon Dance, bringing up its attack to three stages and its uh, speed to two. Bever uses Surf and takes out the substitute. Wall Dragon's at 76 and Bever is at 100. Wall Dragon uses Bounce and bounces up and <laughs> Bever's Mega Horn misses. Bounce. Gyarados' only stab move. Uh, bounce crits Bever and destroys him. <laughs> This is not going well for Joey, folks. It is six to three. Out comes Fast Boy, Joey's Weavile. Uh, Lol Dragon uses Bounce. Fast Boy uses Dig. The doubles. Bounce misses and Dig Gyarados to the moon. Both at 100% now due to Lol Dragon's leftover recovery. 
Uh, Lol Dragon one-shots Fastboy with Waterfall and gets another Moxie boost, which puts him at five stages up in attack. Jesus. I, I knew I was gonna <laughs> lose anyway, so... How comes Waffles the Metagross, who is the next victim of the slaughter, takes a Waterfall. Lol <laughs> Dragon at maximum attack times four. Out comes Smiley the Brizion, Joey's final Pokemon, it and Lol Dragon uses Bounce. Smiley uses Leaf Blade, misses, while Dragon's bounce hits and annihilates Smiley. Uh, Jinji wins in a perfect sweep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Good game. Good game. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I don't know why I thought it'd be a good idea to put in my team for actual game. Due to, to my fault of not charging my phone, you guys, I must leave the podcast early, which is a very rare occurrence. It will not happen again. Um, you can... Peg, you, you know all of our links to plug. I will let you um, do all that plugging at the end. I don't want to plug it right now. Okay, I'll plug you, and I'll plug the Patreon and stuff in the Public. Yeah, that'll be fine. But, alright, you guys. It was nice being here again. Uh... Joey, it was nice uh, talking to you. Nice to talk to you, too. You should keep your schedule open for tomorrow, and maybe you can join us on the Pixel show. You know, maybe I will. Yeah. But, all right, you guys, I will see you next time. See ya. Jesus Christ, that's so scary. So now that, uh... Jinji had to leave early. That means me and Joey have to fight, and I'll have to commentate again. And Craig is scary. Did I commentate? I commentated every match tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. You did. Find me, Game. I'm GameSpy2020. Just like you found me before. And send me a Gen 5 OU challenge. Okay, oh. so we both have our same teams from our previous fights. So- I will not bore you with listing off the Pokemon. Are you ready to fight? No, but go ahead. Okay. Out comes Floggy the Politoed for Pegasus and Daryl the Clefable. And Drizzle activates on Floggy, causing rain, which is permanent unless another weather is set. Which I wish I did. But I didn't. Um, Fwagi switches out to Yuki the Jolteon, who Volt absorbs the Thunderbolt. How did you know? Well, I wonder how I knew. Yuki uses Thunder, which does 63% to Daryl and paralyzes Daryl. Daryl is fully paralyzed. Yuki is at 91% due to Life Orb, and Daryl is at 37%. Okay, that's interesting. Now, I'm going to retaliate with the none other. Um, Yuki switches... Uh, Joey switches out to Santa the Dolly Bird. He takes 100% from the thunder and dies. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that would be a good idea. It wasn't. At all. Out comes Fast Boy the Weavile for... Uh, Joey. Fast Boy takes a thunder and does 98% and 10% recoil to Yuki due to Life Orb. Fastboy uses Ice Beam, which does 37% to Yuki. Yuki's at 34, Fastboy is at 2. Yuki finishes off Fastboy with Thunder. I forgot you're faster than me. Out comes Waffles the Metagross for uh, Joey. Waffles takes a Thunder for 70 some percent of its health. 77%. And, uh,. Waffles uses Meteor Mash, which takes out Jolteon and does get the times one attack, times 1.5 attack boots. Socks the Rotom Wash for Pegasus. Out comes Daryl for Joey, but Daryl is taken out by a Thunder from Socks. From Socks. Damn it. I'm terrible at this game if you haven't caught on by now. So out I'm- comes Smiley the Verizion for uh, Joey. Smiley uses Leaf Blade, which does 73% to Socks. Socks uses Will-O-Wisp, burning Smiley. Out comes Dart, the Toxicroak, who takes a Leaf Blade for 27% of its health. It is a crit. It is at 92% after Dry Skin and Leftovers. 
and smiley's uh smiley uses retaliate which does um 15 to talk to croak talk to croak uses bulk up due to dry skin and to leftovers dart is at 95 percent out comes waffles the metagross for uh joey dart uses um bulk up again so now it's a times two attack and times two defense dart uses sucker punch which crits and kills waffles Out comes Bever, the Samurai for Joey. Dart uses Drain Punch and crits and one-shots Bever. Out comes Smiley, uh, who is burned and at 63%. It is Joey's final Pokemon. Jo Dart, uh, Smiley uses X-Scissor, which does 1%. Dart uses the Poison Jab, killing Smiley. That is the end of the battle. GG. <laughs> I so, died. Me and Jinji both Yay. won. Woohoo! Okay, so Jinji won both of his battles. I won one, and Joey won zero. So, yeah, that is the end of our show. Joey, do you have any places on the internet people can find you, such as a YouTube channel, Link Wink, and maybe Twitter and such? Um, yes, as you wink at, uh, I do have a YouTube channel, link in the description. You can also- There's 100%, I guarantee you there's not going to be a link in the description, so list the exact spelling and spaces of your YouTube channel. Okay. Well, my name is The Massive, capital T, H-E, capital N-A-S-S, -S, capital I- L L U S I O N, no spaces, mass illusion, and thank you, Zor. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at the uh, what is it called? It's like a, it's like the underscore, yeah, underscore mass underscore illusion, no capitals. And you can find me on TikTok actually at. Oh. On at Piranha Plant Love, no spaces, P I R and H A P L A N T L O V. Never did I think that there would be somebody plugging a TikTok on one of my podcasts. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are, folks. Make sure you go follow and subscribe. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Jinji can be found on Twitter at Raging Jinji. Pixels Media is the company behind this podcast, and you can donate to the Pixels Media Patreon at patreon.com. I don't know the URLs, guys. They're in every other episode, okay? <laughs> um, but you can find the Pixels Polygons and Fun Patreon. Donate to that if you can, but as Jinji always says, take care of yourselves first. And if you have a little extra to give, we'd love that. And you can find us on T Public, which I also don't know the link to. I think it's I think it's tpublic.com slash store slash PPAF podcast one. But before you listen to that. Go back to the end of any other episode and listen to Jinji say it because I don't know it. So, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at PegasusTheGame1. I have a couple other podcasts, Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, which is also a part of Pixels Media, and you can find that on anywhere podcasts are found. You can also find me on Ghost of Gaming Future, which can be found on my YouTube channel, PegasusTheGamer. I also make YouTube content on PegasusTheGamer, by the way. Um... I have Poker Survivors on hiatus. I have another podcast that is coming out soon with Joey actually leaves. So yeah. You'll be able to you'll be able to hear that. And Podflix and Chill with Atlas is still coming, but he's been dealing with a sickness, so we haven't got the chance to record the first episode yet. Hopefully that happens soon because he's better. Mm -hmm. So that is the end of our show. Thank you for listening. I am Pegasus. And I'm the Mass Illusion. And Jinji was also here. And I thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Jinji. Hi, I'm Jinji. Jinji.
to my deep voice because I'm a man. I have deep voice because I am not a child. Ooh. Ooh. I'm an adult. I'm gingy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll love me after he hears this when he's editing. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll get a very happy DM. <laughs> okay. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye!